You're listening to On Purpose with Tyrone Ross, brought to you by the Coindesk Podcast Network. This show is for advisors, by advisors, on all things crypto, and we appreciate you. And now, here's Tyrone. All right, welcome back to another episode of the On Purpose Podcast. I am your host, Tyrone Ross. I am so sorry I had to leave you all busy, busy, busy uh, launching OnRamp. Shout to my whole OnRamp family, our investors, our employees, our partners, our new customers. So grateful for you all. Uh, It's been an incredible journey the last two and a half weeks after launch and also since I took the role as CEO in August. So Just wanted to thank everybody there. Thank you for being patient as we build, as we scale, and as we try and grow. Which leads me to this episode, which is what do we mean when we say advisor, right? And when we say RIA or when we say IAR, that's what this episode is all about. Because if I've learned nothing else during the last 10 months building on ramp, is that there is a lack of understanding in the crypto space, at the crypto custodians, and in fintech as well, I'm even speaking to some venture capitalists about what we mean as a firm, as a business, as a CEO, when I say advisor. So if I am a financial advisor, right, which I am, that means that I am an IAR investment advisor representative. That is different from an RIA, right, which is a registered investment advisor, which is the actual entity. That's what's really important here. Clear distinction that needs to be made. So one of the things that is really interesting, if you look at the space, when we say advisor at OnRamp, those that don't know the registered investment advisor space that we are building for a $90 trillion plus market go, oh, all right, must be talking about a financial advisor. This is also a good place to stop and say, there's all this back and forth of how do you spell advisor, A-D-V-I-S-E-R or A-D-V-I-S-O-R. So personally, I spell it advisor right? A-D-V-I-S-O-R, but the correct spelling based on how the North American Securities Administration Association and the SEC and everyone else is advisor, A-D-V-I-S-E-R. So anyway, small caveat there. So when we are saying advisor, we are speaking about the registered investment advisor, the entity, an entity that may have 300 advisors, 50 advisors, five advisors. Here's where it gets a little nuance and all of the folks that have taken the Series 65, (laughs) feel me on this. There's a question about understanding the difference between an IAR and an RIA, similar to a coin versus a token. Here's the example. As an IAR, I cannot be that unless I am registered to be a part of an RIA. So I can be an RIA and an IAR though. For instance, right, I'll use an example. Shout to Justin Costelli, who is our head of VP and brand. Justin 
has his own RIA. He is an IAR, an investment advisor representative of his registered investment advisor entity. So similar to a coin versus token, I cannot have a token without a blockchain, right, for it to be a part of or sit on top of, and that blockchain needs a coin. So coin, in this case, RIA, token, IAR. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this. But one of the things that's really important is it goes back to just what a lot of us have been saying in the industry for a very long time. It's simply that people don't understand when you say financial advisor, what does that mean? I could be a financial advisor at Merrill Lynch. I could be a financial advisor at LPL. I could be a financial advisor at RLS Wealth Management. Those are all three different things. Merrill Lynch is a wirehouse or broker dealer advisor. An LPL advisor is what they call a hybrid registered investment advisor and broker dealer. And RLS is just a straight registered investment advisor. I can be an advisor at all of those. Now, this is where it gets even more confusing. If you say that to someone on the street, they really don't know the difference. You say that to someone who's new to our business that is trying to build in the space, they don't know the difference. And there are all these different exams, the 66, the 65, the 63, the Series 7. All of these different exams makes it even more confusing. CFP, CFA. That's how obtuse RIA space or the financial advisor space or the asset management space is as it pertains to wealth managers. What we've also learned is this is exactly why there's so much pent up demand in the RIA space as we wait for a Bitcoin ETF and as we wait for the CFTC and the SEC to get together and give guidance on Bitcoin and ETH as non-securities, but how they will be regulated is simply this. I believe that if all of the crypto custodians required their employees to pass the Series 65, that we would make major headway in the space. The leadership, the folks that are making the decisions, same thing for VCs or firms that are wanting to invest in the space. The registered investment advisor space is so huge. As I said, $90 trillion. You have $2 trillion plus dollars just moving through turnkey asset management platforms. Hello, Orion, Investnet, Tamarack, and Advizon. Shout out to my Advizon family. Everyone that knows the space knows that. There's $2 trillion of flows through that. So the RAA space could be an A16Z, which is a registered investment advisor. Again, an RIA. And then everyone that works at Andreessen thus is an investment advisor representative. Or I could just be a regular $3 million RIA in Idaho. Or you could be at what I call one of the shingle providers, a Carson or a Dynasty. But Carson isn't really like Dynasty. So the RA space is very much confusing. Or we could just be a very large TAMP or family office. There's so many different caveats and spots to the RIA space, which makes the registered investment advisor space so huge, but also so, 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 so dark when it comes to understanding. When you are talking to investors, when you are talking to customers, when you are talking to clients, when you are talking to custodians and those building in the space, there is a gross lack of understanding. So if you are trying to build in the space and you are just throwing around the term advisor, 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 
the everyday individual think, oh, okay, just talking about an individual. But when you're actually trying to build for a firm and you're talking to custodians, you're saying, no, well, this is the advisor. So we mean the actual entity. And anyone that is a part of that entity is thus an investment advisor representative. So they are free and clear. But the custodians say, well, wait a minute. Every single person needs to be KYC at that firm. Every single person needs to you know, go through some type of check and balances at the custodian. And even so far as understanding master accounts, sub accounts, all of this language and nuance that in the RIA space that a lot of folks just don't know. And I'm on record saying <laughs> if we were just to get the crypto side building to the RIA space to understand the difference between RIA and an IAR, oh man, would flows go through the roof. The crypto space would grow five times. So there is this pent up demand but again, it all goes back to education, this lack of understanding. Shout out to Justin Costelli and my own rant family. As we sit here now, we are writing a piece on this. We're going to break it down so everyone understands the difference between a registered investment advisor and an IAR. So how do we fix it? Right. And this is one of the things. So it's very common for advisors to say, I'm an RIA. Well, that's kind of like saying you own a wing stop and you're saying, I'm Wingstop. Well, no, you own a Wingstop. You're not a Wingstop. Or I'm McDonald's, but you own a McDonald's. Well, no, you're not really a McDonald's. You own a McDonald's. So advisors have a tendency to say, well, I'm an RIA. Well, no, you're an IAR, right? And you may be working at an RIA. Thus, you are an IAR. Now, again, as I mentioned earlier, I could be a Justin Costelli. I could be an IAR of my own RIA, right? So in that case, Justin still isn't McDonald's, but he owns the McDonald's and he works at the McDonald's. Again, very confusing, very nuanced, but I really feel like this is such a huge barrier in our space from investors to customers to partners to employees, there's just a lack of understanding of an RIA versus an IAR and where do we move forward. So I really feel like as we wait for a Bitcoin ETF and we wait for clarity on custody and we wait for prime brokerage and we wait for transfer agents and we wait for deep liquidity pools and all these really cool piping infrastructure things. At the end of the day, it simply all goes back to education. Shout to OnRamp Academy. Shout to Caitlin Cook. This is why we're writing about this. So we have to get back to the basics here. I always talk about the basics of education. It is very easy to throw around jargon. It is very easy to throw around terms and, and nuance that you may understand, but the broader community does not. And this goes all the way back to, as I said earlier, that the average individual, if you stop them on the street, you say, what is a financial advisor? They don't know. Where does a financial advisor work? They don't know. What is the different you know, segments and places where a financial advisor could work? They don't know. As people building in the fintech space, the difference between an IAR and an RA, they don't know. People investing in a registered investment advisor space, they don't know. People building <laughs> for the registered investment advisor space, they don't know. Now think about that. Everything I just said, and again, 
This is a $90 trillion market. Huge. Like, huge. So what is very important to understand here is that if we are going to make progress and get both worlds to collide, for me to get a Gemini to understand what InvestNet is doing, and then to get Advizon to understand what Prime Trust is doing, to get Anchorage to understand what Black Diamond is doing, to get Riskalyze to understand what Casa is doing, if we are to get you know, the Falcon X's of the world and everyone building to this to understand the difference between an RIA and an IAR, we will build the rails and the flows to get the space into the future. We are not there right now. I definitely feel like some mandatory or just urging of passing of the Series 65 exam, which requires a basic understanding of the IAR versus RIA. Man, those of us that have taken it and those that have struggled with it will tell you that is a question that trips everyone up. So anyway, this is just a mini rant, but again, also to plug the fact that at OnRant, we are working on a piece that we will share soon on what is the difference between an RIA and an IAR coming soon. Stick with it. I will end by saying shout to my Coindesk family. Uh, Consensus was an absolute blast this year. Shout to Morgan Richard, who helped me host. Shout to Hester Pierce. My interview with Hester Pierce was the best panel of the conference. We had a wonderful conversation. Again, if you're an advisor, check that out. Advisor, I-A-R, or RIA. Check that out as we really broke down the keys and nuance of the SEC risk alert that they put out in February. Go look that up. So shout to my whole Coindesk family, Foster Wright, everybody over there, every single person at Coindesk. I appreciate you. Lastly, you know the drill. If you made it this far into the program, nokidhungry.org, there is zero reason why any child in this country goes to bed hungry every night. I need you all log off of here after you subscribe, like, share, retweet the whole thing. Go to nokidhungry.org, feed a hungry child. And remember, everything that you do in life, do it on purpose. See you on the next one, which should be a good one. Got some good guests lined up. I appreciate you.